Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the Straight White Whale podcast. My name is Darren Connell and I'm here with my co-host and producer Paul. Before we get into it, I would like to start off with our sponsor. You'll see up in the screen, Paul just bumped his hand on the heater and absolute belter. And I'm trying to re- remain professional, but it was funny as fuck. Fuck up. <laughs> So our sponsor is Michael Burns from Lamb Solutions Limited. You'll see his logo and his number up in the screen. Michael Burns is a good friend of mine. He's a jack of all trades, multi-skilled. If you're needing any work done on your gutters or kitchen or anything in your household stuff, get in touch with Michael Burns. He's also guaranteed a one-year warranty and there's a discount available for podcast podcast listeners so that's a pretty good deal there's a couple of punters that have got in touch with me already and they've told me that they're really happy with what michael's doing and you have my word on it because i know michael he's my mate so if he's needing any work get in touch with michael and obviously it's this time of year when obviously everybody's loving life and stuff and looking forward to christmas but times can be a wee bit lonely and tough as well so i'm gonna give um Brothers in Arms, a shout out. Brothers in Arms, as we've always talked about, is a suicide prevention charity for men, would you say, Paul? Yep. Is that perfectly described? Yep. Um, They've got a system in place, a support network in place for people that might be struggling. So if you feel like you are struggling at this time of year, get in touch with them. It's a free service. Or if you've got a family member or a friend that you are worried about um maybe you could point them in the direction of brothers in arms it's a good team behind that charity paul works with them as well 
and it's a free service, so getting about them. Back on side as well, a Scottish mental health charity that I actually get therapy from. And I'm getting to the stage that I'm kind of winding my therapy up. I've got a couple of, um, what would you call it? I've got a couple left and then we're going to end it. So that's been an amazing service. If you if you feel like you want to get in touch with them, Google them. There's uh, numbers in place like, you know, Gambling Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, uh, the Glasgow Samaritans, Alcoholics Anonymous, a service that I use. Fucking just have a pint. What's wrong with you? <laughs> fucking have a pint. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you're an alky? Just have a fucking pint, man. It's the story of my life, mate. I want to die, but I just have a half pint then. Especially this fucking time of year. It's Christmas, mate. <laughs> what are you talking about? You can't be an alcoholic at Christmas. Mate, every time I drink alcohol, I want to commit suicide. All right. Do you want a line then? <laughs> Welcome to Glasgow, everybody. <laughs> so, yes, don't worry about it. I'll be seven years sober very soon. If you're struggling, just look at me and you can say, if that fucking horrific goblin can do it, anybody <laughs> can do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously there's a serious message behind that there, but we like to have a laugh as well. Because yeah, if we can't have a laugh, it makes you fucking point. Exactly. You might as well just have a pint if you can't have a laugh. You, you may as well. Exactly, mate. You may as well just throw yourself off the Erskine Bridge if you can't have a laugh. Like that. <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Laugh on the way down. <laughs> oh, mate. Only, I'm going to cut that, That's horrible. <laughs> no, fuck it, don't. Fuck it. Just look at me. As, you know, the See, light. To be fair, mate, there is more than enough people out there that are actually looking to you. And I mean that, fuck's mm. sake, the messages that we get with this podcast. Exactly, it's very moving, very humbling. So there are people out there that are looking to you as a good example of what you can do if you just fucking screw it up. Well, we, we won't share the messages, but some of the, the messages that we do get are very touching. And we want you to let you know that we appreciate it. So we're getting back to kind of normality this week. Last week we had Scott Agnew in. We were mixing it up a wee bit. Couldn't you get a fucking word in with the cunt, man? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was amazing to have Scott in and we're kind of back to normal now. But we're going to get guests in again. We'll get Ross Daly in and I think we'll just keep it like that. Um, we were on a tight schedule last week. We wanted... Basically, I wanted to talk to Paul, but we just never had time. So I know, mate. that's the way the, the podcast worked out. Feels like I've not seen you in about fucking two years, but cause it. I know, mate. You were saying that when you came in and I didn't even fucking twig you like we've been in and out. But usually we talk I usually we talk to each other for an hour. Yes. But because Scott was in ruining the fucking podcast. I'm kidding on. Obviously I love well, Scott. Even at Sharon's night I never had a chance to talk to you because it was just fucking mental. Mental. And there was a random drunk person that walked in. Were you there and I had to pop him out? No. No? Will we, will we open the podcast? <laughs> right, so story? Sharon is Paul's girlfriend and she's an amazing, talented artist. Her art is all around the studio. I'll let you continue, Aye, mate. Well, anyway, Instagram, I, I was going to say Aaron Schwartzen. I was going to get that mixed up there. Aaron Schwartzen what? 
<laughs> she German. <laughs> Aaron's watching art, uh, but Sharon Watson on Instagram. If you want to go and check it out, stuff's amazing. Uh, aye, it was, it was a fucking great night. But um, she, we had a, an art exhibition in the Blank Faces, which is an amazing homeless charity, by the way. Um, they do jumpers and beanies, but I think like fifty percent of all their profits go towards homelessness in Glasgow. Wow! So that's why she did it there. Um, really fits the brand. But um, so I shout out to Gerard at the Blank Faces. But she had the gallery and this mad fucking ect up fucking, he was absolutely gunning his nut off come in. But you just seen him at the start. He then, so he was like wandering about, he had a couple of cans, um, he had a couple of swigs there. There was a bottle of bucket there with cups, he had a couple of wee cups of Buckfast. But then he went up to one of the women that was there and was like, Geezer, can I see your tits? Wow. And I, it was at that point, I heard it from outside, I was outside. Um, and I just went up to the guy and was like, have you got a ticket? He was like, no, mate, oh, do you need a ticket? I was like, mate, you need to go. And then we got him outside and he started to get a bit of fucking game. Started just, this is fucking bullshit, what you part me out for? And I was like, because you've not got a ticket to a sold out art exhibition, mate, would you want me to do? Um, and then I should have just kept that, but then I was like, and you fucking asked that woman if you could see her tits. So then he started fucking... I'll fucking do this, I'll fucking do that. And I was just basically like, mate, fuck off. Get the fuck yeah. out. He then was like, I was like, listen, pal, gonna fuck off. You're ruining the night. Like, just take your can. You've got a can of tenants. You've had a couple of drinks for free. You shouldn't have had them. Take it as a win and fuck off in the street, a pal. And he's like, see if you fucking call me pal one more time. So I was like, what you got to do, pal? Amazing. And then he was just pure, eh, eh, eh. And I was like, listen, pal. Fuck off and then Amazing. Aye, fucked off. Well, that's why I left. I just had a flashback to something else there that I'll tell you after. Is that the premonition, did you? I just re- realized for a 35 year old man, I've got dementia. I won't <laughs> say it over the podcast, but I'm, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, aye, but he walked a, <laughs> his sums up. Everybody there, it was only him that recognized me. But everybody oh, there. really? So I was stoning and talking to people, and all I heard was, Hey, you're in the tail, aren't you? I was like, oh, no, man. He was getting his cuddles and stuff, and then at one point, he was kissing my ear, and I'm sure I felt like some type of tongue or something, and I'm like, I'm out. So I was drinking Lucasade. Mm-hmm. I bought myself a bottle of Lucasade, finished it, and I was like, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> but I found it funny that the absolute goblin of the night was the only <laughs> cunt that knew who I was. I was oh. like, that's my punters, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's my people. It's my Aye. people right there. So it was a great night, though, and uh, it was it was nice to be there. Thanks for the invite. So as you can tell, I'm wearing different clothes today as well. Normally, I wear my gym gear and walk it to the studio, mm-hmm. but it's fucking the day after tomorrow outside. Aye, what is it like fucking minus 12? What is that all about? Um, fuck knows. I'm just about to check the temperature. What we're sitting at right now. I was sitting in my house last night, mate, with three t-shirts on, a jumper, and uh, my joggies, and socks are my joggies. Minus eight, the lowest that gets to the day. I think that's been and gone, but, mate... I had like a pair of joggies, a pair of socks, a t-shirt, a jumper, and a house coat on last That's night. Mad, and I was like, so I had that. I put that same sort of thing on on Monday, but day on Wednesday, Sunday night into Monday, and I was sweating. I was like, oh, it's too. It's not that cold. 
but last night, mate, I slept in that and I woke up during the night and was still a wee bit like, oof, man, it's fucking cold. Ball What's going up. on? At least it's no minus nine, though, eh? Ange Posh to Coglu. Mona Hoops. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> jinga, jinga. Kidding on, we've just lost 60% of our fucking audience there. I know, mate. Just switched off. That was a wee joke. I know. That fucking Fenian bastard. Don't give a fuck if it's Christmas. That's half my cousins and my uncle and all that. <laughs> 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 oh, well. I'm but tra- no, it is cold, mate. Like, Aye. I watched the day after tomorrow the other night. What did you think of it? Oh, I love it. I love it. I think it's a great movie. It's good, isn't it? Aye. It's almost ruined at the end. Is that a spoiler alert for a... No, can we do spoiler fun? alerts for a movie that came out in 2003? If you've not seen it, you need to get a grip of your life. The bit at the end where they're in the helicopter and Dennis Quaid. Is he dead? No, but he's lost his fucking mind. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He may as well be dead. (laughs) Um, Looks at Jake Gyllenhaal. Is he dead? No. Has he lost his mind? No, he's he's gone strong and done well for himself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's got the wee bird and they look at each other and do like a sort of smile each other I was like fuck off man you've just been through what like trauma like Dennis Quaid's best mates just died fucking Jake Gyllenhaal's just had to lock himself in a fucking room in a library and burn books to stay alive and they're like it's getting his all yeah we smile each other like yes aye it's pretty cheesy almost ruined it for me but no I love a disaster movie see that 2012 um, see the librarian though he's like don't burn the books it's only the remaining part of mankind I'd be like fucking you in the fire and all your gun <laughs> you're getting it get these shoes off <laughs> <laughs> put him on a spit fucking cook him all that fire if, there's a bit in it as well mate where I was like oh, fuck man <laughs> this has nearly ruined it for me as well where he like they're out trying to get to New York Dennis Quaid and his pals already did so he's only the two of them and that mad invis- invisible frost is like chasing them. Aye. I mean, would it cha- Would it like gradually go through the city the way? But he gets in and he turns on a cooker to keep him warm. Aye. I'm like, what? How the? I mean, I get the fire. That open fire in the library's already burning. It's already and they throw more books on it to keep it going. But he literally turns on a cooker. Mm. How the fuck is that going to save you against the permafrost? It's a bit silly, isn't it? Aye, a bit stupid. Sometimes you can't beat silly films, but... I bet they're trying to make it serious. Supposed mm-hmm. to be pure serious at that bit, like pure... They're running away from the invisible frost as well, man. It just, you're like, oh, man. But see the bit where, like, the big wave hits New York and all that? Love it. Well, you know how in these films they always add a wee cute character? It's either a child or... An, an animal uh-huh. so there was a dog in it uh-huh. and there's certain parts of the film that the dog nearly dies and everybody's like not the dog <laughs> not the doggy I'd be fucking eating that dog Aye. that'd be the first thing I'd be eating Aye. it wouldn't even be full blown end of the world yet and I'd still fucking eat it <laughs> like <What>? him <laughs> never tried a dog tried a dog's arsehole Aye. it's fucking alright by the way dog bakura man <laughs> it's only fucking read it it's only raining outside, you mad cunt. Get that dog fucking in the oven. It's horrific, isn't it? I'm so sorry. Oh, it's better than alive. 
Sharon was like, I've never seen that. Do you want to watch that? I was like, no, man, because it's a true story and it's horrific. Oh, the rugby players? Uh-huh. Yeah. I was like, nah, man, let's watch the day after tomorrow. Yeah. When they ate each other in the airplane. That's a true story, mate. I know. I think about they can't survive that. I know that the, the cover of the, the posters got them like happy, like joyful, but I don't know how joyful you would actually be having just ate your mate mm. and then... You survive, I don't know. How Maybe many? Run. That was like 130 days or something. <coughs> On a fucking mountain. Yeah. Wild. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's not very Christmassy. <laughs> Do you see, um, I was reading the news the other day. Do you see that they've found a shark in Scotland, potentially? In the waters of Scotland no. somewhere? So... It was like, obviously, the lad Bible tweeted it and stuff, so you don't know if it's 100% true, but there was a guy in a boat in Scotland that took a photo, and it looks like a shark in the waters of Scotland. Wow. That is mental, isn't it? Like a great white, or what type of shark are we talking? I don't think it was a great white, but it was a shark. Mm-hmm. I mean, sharks shouldn't be in Scotland, should they? I don't think so, mate. No. Yeah. That's weird. So I, I straight away thought, you know cold water therapy imagine a shark ate one of the cunts and died of a cocaine overdose <laughs> oh mate i've suspended my cold showers it's too much man yeah like i had one yesterday and it was like it hot do you do that most days aye i do yeah. every day bar like maybe one or two days a week yeah Day five minutes in the cold. It's good. Enjoy it. On top of your fasting. Uh-huh. Um, keeps you sharp. Yes. Um, but not hot yesterday. It yeah. was hotting. It was so cold. Um, and Sean was like, How, how's it colder? Because like, it's colder outside. And she was just, I could see the pure bleep, bloop, bleep. She was like, but I'm like, the pipes are outside. The cold water goes through the pipes. Yeah. And she was like, oh, right. <laughs> and she's like, they're all... <laughs> how come the hot water doesn't get cold? I'm like, because they pipes are, I think they are inside. <laughs> oh, right. And also, they come for the boiler. They don't come for a water tank on the roof and minus fucking eight. And she's yeah. like, oh, right. Okay, I get it. But it was horrifyingly cold, man. Like, yeah. I could, on my hair, the drips stopped. So the water was going on my hair. And then when I was taking my hair out of the water, I could see the drips coming off my hair and they were like stopping. So it was like fucking icicles wow. on my fucking hair. And I had them on my beard as well. That's crazy, mate. That so I fucked up, no doing that for a bit. Aye, because uh, somebody asked me to go for a dip, actually. A cold water dip. And I know I constantly slag them and stuff, but I do enjoy it. I don't do it often, but I do enjoy it when I do it. And uh, I seen a picture of the campsies yesterday. No, no, a picture, a video of the campsies and uh, up at Kirk and Tulloch and Lindsay, like up there. Uh-huh. And it was basically frozen over. And these mad cunts were jumping in. Way... Like cracking the ice open and jumping in. I'm like, that's a bit much, man. I don't know, man. I think somebody might die. I I, I agree with you, mate. I think something bad's going to happen. The one, I mean, we've, <clears throat> like you've said, it it's pure right right there for taking the piss out of you, really, isn't it? That's why we take the piss out of it. But there is a benefit to <clears throat> cold showers and getting out of the cold and stuff like that. Yeah. I've seen a couple of things that I thought were hilarious. I've seen a guy uh, hammering, chiseling the ice in his wheelie bin. And he's filled up his wheelie bin with water and he jumps in every day. So he was hammering and chiseling 
he's, he's fucking really bad to go for a cold dip. And then I seen the one that we've mentioned a couple of times. We've no mentioned their handle on Instagram, but the one that we've looked at and took the piss out of um, on uh, for their Insta feed, she's doing a thirty day no blink challenge. So you need to <laughs> okay. you need to go into the cold and sit for two minutes and not blink. F- phone back on side. <laughs> right. Brothers in arms. Yeah, <laughs> phone mental them. health charity. <laughs> They will help you. Fucking hell. The no blink. Get into fucking minus eight water. Like, free, frozen water, but don't blink. Why? Why not blink? That's crazy, man. It's weird. I tell you what I've started doing since we were talking about health. Obviously, we're approaching Christmas, right? And I don't want to have any fo- food guilt over Christmas. Obviously, I wouldn't because I always enjoy myself. So, I've been doing... I've still been keeping the calorie counting, not walking as much because it's fucking freezing, but I've I've sustained it to the point that maybe I'm not on a major deficit, but I'm 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 not drowning in fucking misery. Mm-hmm. Like I'm getting through. I'm getting through it. And I thought, what can I do in the lead up to Christmas that's gonna like make me feel better? So I've started smoking heroin. No, I was kidding. <laughs> Obviously, that's a joke. Um, I've, for the first time in my life, I've cut out bread and carbs. And I tell you what, mate, I mean, I've still got like protein yogurts in the fridge and stuff. So I'm not like completely carb free, but I've just cut out like bagels, white bread, brown bread, and rice. Mm-hmm. And seeing the last couple of days, man, I feel fucking amazing, by the way. Like, and I tell you another thing, mate. I've got the appetite, like, since I've cut out bread. Like, today, I would normally wake up hungry mm-hmm. and eat straight away. I'd eat healthy, but I'd eat straight away. See, today, I've only been doing it for a couple of days, mate. In the day, I fucking struggled to finish my coffee. So, I've not even had any food yet. Right. And that is weird for me, because normally I would spank a fucking protein bar before the podcast or something, or mm-hmm. or something, but... I feel really energised, uh, I feel sharper, and I think, uh, I mean, Christmas Day I'm going to eat like a fucking slob, but see, after Christmas I'm thinking about keeping it keeping gone, it out of my diet. Going gluten-free? Aye. Or reducing the gluten? Reducing it. Right, not taking it out completely. I'm not going to be one of these fucking fannies that are like, um, keto, how dare you say that to me? I find that offensive. <laughs> Back... In Jesus' times, you know Jesus Christ and the apostles didn't eat bread. And you're like, what, mate? There was bread at the Last Supper. I'm eating chicken balls on Christmas Day, mate. Fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, go for it. I've done gluten-free before. It's good. Yeah. 100%. I feel good, man. How do these cunts always come... See, when people compare things to Jesus, you know... You're like, aye, we're in trouble here. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ did cold water therapy. He never had access to a shower. And who's the guy that abandoned him? Was it, um, what's his name? You know, the apostle that grasped Judas. Judas. Judas never did cold water therapy. That's why he lost his mind and he regrets it to this day. That's Maybe true. I should start eating bread again, man. I'm fucking hallucinating. <laughs> talking about the apostle. You're talking about fucking Jesus. <laughs> but no, look, man. I think there's definitely something to it. You do feel good. Yeah. Um, 
and then you can reintroduce it and see what type of impact. I don't know how much. No placebo, but your body like enjoys a break. And then I don't know if you, if that feeling sustains. So when you reintroduce it, I would just keep an eye on how you, how you feel when you reintroduce it. Because I went gluten free for a long time, and when I reintroduced it, I was fine. Oh. But dairy, nope. Dairy fucks me up, man. Absolutely fucks me up. Um, I can have small amounts. See if I have like a baby bell or something like that. It's fine. But see, like a latte, like a, a coffee, like a pint of milk, basically that you fuck it fucks my stomach up. But see if I have coconut or oat milk. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Well, I'm going to be taking that on board and doing it after Christmas. Mm-hmm. I have got an addictive nature. I could see myself feeling like I'm better than everybody and bragging about it and stuff. And I tweeted yesterday that I haven't had a slice of bread in three days and I want to change my name to the singing Keto. As in Keto. <laughs> the singing Keto. <laughs> <laughs> um fucking what was i gonna say there did you get did you get yourself a wee medal three days no bread (laughs) (laughs) i as i'm still eating like protein yogurts and protein bars and all that chocolate digestives (laughs) (laughs) there's no bread but i've replaced it with custard cream so yeah i went for a i went for a colonic last week and that's what started it all did she tell you? Yeah, basically. Uh, they're all into that fucking pish, man. Aye, basically, Just aye. new therapies, like fucking chiropractor, releasing trauma through, like, releasing air for your spine, I don't know. I basically, I fully admit it, but you know what? She's a babe, so... You're going back today. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> She's putting a pipe up your ass, you're like that. Mm. Or she, she could be literally like, you need to join a religion in Texas to improve your gut health and i'd be like i'm gonna texas paul this podcast is finished how many people do you get into gluten-free veganism uh keto pa- paleo whatever diets because uh, like a bird or like a guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly how many how many guys do you think either get into it or pretend to be it um i would say a large percentage mate i think you know see if you had a vegan girlfriend and you live where i think they would be vegan in the house and then when they're out they're out they would have a sneaky mcdonald's and that like i think it's a large percentage i found myself being like that when i was a vegan when i was talking to girls i felt like they just don't know they were not like us like oh my god if you're oh my god you're vegan oh my god darren that is awesome how how long did it take? So, uh, was it dating apps? I don't use dating apps. But did you? No. No? So, was it just off social media? See, when I went my home, I just did that out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a phone call, mate. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Mating call. <laughs> um, but um, how do you... Is it social media? Social media. Right. How long would it take them to mention it? Back in, the, back in the day, when you were like chatting to people in the DMs, how long would it take them to mention that you're vegan or ask you a question? Pretty instantly, really. Right, opening line. I mean, not opening line, but third line. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got to have something. Do you know, Hink? Yeah. Mine's is my height. And your beard as well. You're a handsome. That's, that's true. That's true. Boy. I did get a lot of comments about the beard last time I was single, but mine was always the height. 
Yeah. Oh, you're six five. But like, yeah, oh, baby. What difference does that make, man? It's weird. I, I think that's a weird thing. It is weird, isn't it? Because I'll tell you why I think it's weird. There's a bit of a double standard, I think, that goes on. Because if you were to, like, match with somebody and go, what size are your tits? They would not be fucking happy, dude. I know. But, is it the same? I don't think it's the same. It's similar, though. It's like... And plus they're saying, oh, are you over six foot? Well, they're the height of the fucking Chucky doll. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true, mate. I, 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 that's the true, a truer thing has never been said. Yeah. Like, tall men attract midgets. Yeah. It's like, why do tall women and tall men know, like... I was going to say come together, but... But, uh, but like, <laughs> um, gravitate towards each other. Yeah. Now, I, I I would say that uh, I would say it's like eighty percent to ninety percent short women, and then like ten to twenty percent like taller women. Yeah, but I have never had like anybody that's over six foot around like that. Like be like, oh, I don't know. But I, it's a, I maybe it's a different thing because how can your height? How, how could your height be sexualized? I've seen the opposite with females. Say with a tall girl, like a big girl, like big hands and big feet and stuff. I've seen guys being like, "Oh, I'm smaller than her," or uh, "That's quite a a no go." But it's never entered my mind. What you mean, like <clears throat> guys no wanting to like no attracted to taller women? Aye, aye, I think so, mate. Aye, I think but, that's that's there's there's something quite natural to that. But like, aye, I get that if you're like five five. And mm -hmm. like you be like, don't really want to be going with a bird that's like five nine or something mm -hmm. like that. Do you know what I mean? Especially if they then they put heels on. Yeah. They're like walking about like a fucking smout. Well, I'm a cuck, so I'm into that shit. So You like the big horns. <laughs> <laughs> ah, if you've got shovel horns, drop me a DM. Uh <laughs> but oh. I that's I remember trying to set my pal up. It was a female friend with my male friend. And I, she was single, and I was like, why don't you try and go with my mate? My mate's a good guy, and uh -huh. he's, like, handsome and stuff. And I was sending him, I was sending her pictures of my mate. Uh -huh. And she was like, oh, I don't like his eyebrows, his teeth, his, all that shit. As I'm sitting there look, looking at her like, you have a fucking cheek, man, to talk about any cunt. Just pump him, shut up. Aye, take your <laughs> medicine. <laughs> <laughs> you are in the same fucking category as each other. I've never ever got to a stage in my life where I've looked at a girl and I've thought, do you know what, I don't like her ear. That's a weird ear. I'm like, can she string a sentence together? Mm -hmm. She could size 12 feet. Exactly. <laughs> then you're in. <laughs> she been hit with a shovel. All right, cool. Moan. Aye, but there we go. Will we talk Christmas? Yes, before we get cancelled here, talking about women like they're fucking dugs. Beautiful golden Labrador, man. Aye, man. Aye. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. Um, I said that at the last funny bunch when I was when it was a tough gig. By the way, I basically walked out to Goodbye Horses for Silence of the Lambs, uh -huh. and then I opened with to win the love of a female, you have to break their soul and then feed them dog biscuits. It was a lack of sleep for the Orin War, mate. <laughs> Did they get laughs? Do you know? No, really. No, fuck. I found it funny. I think it's funny as well, but maybe I, the women in the audience, might not like that. 
surprisingly women were laughing but everybody else was like what the fuck well women like a serial killer exactly so sorry let's get into christmas mate right back christmas what do you want to talk about um well we had said on what did we say we said on uh maybe a patreon episode i'm not too sure that we were going to tell a christmas story but i think before we do that will we do the fucking the usual shit like what's your favorite christmas stuff are you yeah. a fan of christmas i'm a fan of i love i love the idea of just sitting and doing nothing i love the fact that I mean, maybe not recently. I've always been worried about food, but when it see when it comes to Christmas Day, uh-huh. I feel like it's a total. I don't need to worry about anything. I don't need to worry about what I'm eating right. or not working and stuff. So, uh-huh. so it's like a day off of like your worries. Aye, mm-hmm. but I get that. actual like, I wouldn't say I'm religious. I've got a higher power in my life, so I don't really look at christmas as a religious thing but it's it's nice to kind of sit with my mum my mum and my dad and take it easy right what about you mate i enjoy um i suppose quite a similar sort of thing but i worked retail until very recently in 2020 i left retail so i fucking hate christmas mate there's a part of it that i fucking hate there's a bit of it that i love like you everybody goes for a night out You'll maybe see some pals that you don't see all year. You get to spend a day with your family, but traditionally I've worked it. Yeah. So there's a bit of my soul that fucking despises it. But I love snow. I like, I do prefer the cold. If I had to pick like one type of weather to live in for the rest of my life, you could only have one. I think I'd probably pick the snow. Yeah. I like it. Something I like about it. I'm I'm there with you because we had a tough summer, man. That was too hot. I I, mm. I I would rather be sitting here in this winter than that summer. I that was unbearable. Aye. I like being cosy. Yeah. And it being freezing outside. Don't get me wrong. If I was homeless, I wouldn't be picking the fucking snow. Yeah. But I like being inside, like nice and cosy, and it's fucking freezing or it's pushing it down the rain outside. I don't know what it is about that. It feels nice and safe. Yeah. But um, no, like Christmas Day... I think I enjoyed it up until maybe about 20. And then I just kind of went, that's fucking push. Yeah. Just another day. The fake forced happiness between people for one day a year as Uh well. Like, you've got to be kind. Politicians coming out, Merry Christmas. We'll apply that logic every other day of the year. Uh And not just Christmas Day. Uh You fucking slug. Uh huh, and it'll be interesting this year to see what Charlie's speech will be. This will be the first speech in whatever. Neil Lizzie, being Aye. like, it's tough times. Fuck you, you don't care, you're dead. <clears throat> I will. Aye. <laughs> that day, no, but it'll be interesting to see what that what that's like. Might actually watch it. I've not watched. I've never watched like a Queen speech. Never. I don't think. I don't think I'll be watching his speech either. Uh know that I dislike I don't have an opinion on the royal family imagine he did it with the crown sort of like hanging off his seat at an angle aye like that alright guys <laughs> did it on <like> a podcast <laughs> the mic and all that set up I yeah. imagine that <laughs> welcome to Buckingham Palace this is the the royal podcast <laughs> but no you're right there's like four care 
that happens this time of year, like the 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 Salvation Army and homelessness and silent and I think of about all the kids you're like they're fucking starving you're in your cunt mm-hmm. fuck you yes there is a pure faux like charity and faux happiness yeah when I think it just brings a lot of fucking stress can't even imagine what people like imagine you're fucking struggling to feed your wains heat your house and you need to fucking buy Christmas presents mate I think it's just I think there's a part of it that there's a cynical part of me that's just like why do we do this? Like, what, what the fuck? Yeah. It's an excuse to get pissed and spend a fuckload of money, eat a fuckload of food and kid on that you're fucking happy. I yeah. Think. For some people, obviously, mean you are genuinely happy. And it's making me believe that maybe Christmas is actually demonic because How so? gl- gluttony's a sin. So Ooh. there we go. You're going to hell. <laughs> remember that when you're eating your selection box because I don't eat carbs anymore so I'm better than everybody <laughs> I, know, I know it's only been three days but Merry Christmas <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas right so I we both kind of like Christmas but kind of don't like Christmas yeah. just see if that was like see if we wound it in a bit see if we took it back a wee bit and went buy everybody one gift or what you know what I mean like you get one gift for your mom and dad, like say you're away and you get one gift for your mom and dad, you get one gift for your granny, you get one. do that, have a meal, watch some nice movies and stuff like that, like keep it all as it is, but the excess of it just kind of goes. Yeah. I think I would enjoy it a wee bit more. I think I would feel like it's actually something that people like and know like something that people feel like they need to participate in when you, you genuinely don't. See, if you don't like Christmas, man, shut your door. Have Aye. a day off. Do you know, I did that at Dundee Panto a couple of years ago um, when I was staying in Diggs. Uh, you're doing two shows a day. You only get a Monday off. And it came to Christmas Eve. There was something wrong with the trains. I was men- mentally, physically exhausted. I had a show on Boxing Day. And I just was like, I can't do this. I, I just said, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm, I'm physically, I'm exhausted, and it's probably going to affect my other shows if I come down. So I just went to, like, a corner shop and bought Pringles and crisps and chocolate, and I just sat on the couch and I watched Netflix all day, and there was no regrets. I was like, ah, come on, to fuck, man, it's one day. Like, you'll see me. I, I've got all the other presents. I'll bring all the presents and stuff. It's not like we'll spend no spend time together mm-hmm. did you get shit for it but surprisingly I didn't actually I think they understood ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. How grueling it was for work. Right. If it wasn't because of work, I think I would have got shit. 
Aye, if you're just like, I'm not coming for Christmas, I can't be fucked. Yeah. Aye. So I sat and watched that, you know, the cat colour thing on Netflix. The what? You know that guy? Oh, don't fuck with cats? Aye. Did you? Aye. Wow. Binge that in Christmas Day. Christmas Day viewing. In, in silence, eating Pringles. I never even had a fucking dinner. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Dal. Like, He's not right need that cunt. <laughs> that was back when I ate carbs, but... Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Right, so, um, what's that? I mean, that could be your Christmas story. You spent, I've, I don't think I've ever spent Christmas by myself. Yeah. I think I'd enjoy it. I think there'd be something nice about it. It's not as bad as what people would think it is. I think you would struggle if you were lonely. See if you had, mm. if you never had a family or uh -huh. friends, I think it would be tough. But, for me to be alone on Christmas, that was my choice. So it wasn't as bad. Aye. So you're like, yes. Aye. <laughs> Choosing to be alone is different for like not having anybody else. Aye. Everybody's like, it's Christmas time and I'm in Diggs and Dundee like that. <laughs> How many wings did you have that day? <sighs> you don't even want to know, mate. <laughs> of the charts. Somebody gave me half a, it was a couple of years ago. Uh, somebody gave us like an edible, half an edible, and I went in for a bath because I never had a bath in my house. And I was like, my dicks have got a bath. Yes. Took half an edible, stuck on, you know, the film The Revenant mm -hmm. with Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm -hmm. Stuck on the soundtrack to that. Went into a nice wee warm bath. Woke up about three hours later. Oh, fuck. In an ice cold bath with the, the soundtrack still playing. And I felt like I was in the movie, The Revenant. <laughs> so there you go. There's my Christmas. Fuck's sake. What's your favourite Christmas movie? Has to be It's a Wonderful Life. I've never seen it. Mate, it's unbelievable. Do you know, I watched it recently. When I say recently, for the first time, it was probably five <laughs> years ago. And... It's just the perfect film, mate. It, it was cr I cried when I watched it. Mm -hmm. The ultimate feel-good film. I think it was made in the 30s, 40s, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe even before that. It's got to be 30s or 40s before that. They were into silent yeah, fucking movies. Yeah, must be they? the 30s. Who was the, who's the character? It who's is... the, the actor? Jimmy James... James Stewart. Stewart, Jimmy Stewart. Good, good Scottish name, that. Well, do you know, supposedly, it wasn't a... Instant hit. Was it a flop at the time? Yep. And then it got popular when he was towards the end of his life. Right. In the, in the 60s, 70s maybe. Right. And then it became a hit. Wow. Um, I'll double check. But I, it's unbelievable, mate. Anytime it's on, I watch it. Uh, let me see. Hmm. It's Christmas time. No need to be afraid. It's Christmas I wonder time. if he ate carbs. Jimmy Stewart? Mm -hmm. 100% man back then. I was like eating fags and all that. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Chewing tobacco. Aye, exactly. Drinking a bottle of whiskey a day. 1946. 1946, mm. right. Not bad, eh? Mm -hmm. I'll need to see it. I might be watching it at Christmas, man. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. <laughs> Obviously, I know that line. 
What happens every time a bell rings in Glasgow? It means last orders. <laughs> <laughs> An alky, a tear, a single tear drops down an alcoholic's face. Um, I, an alky floats in the Clyde. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Right, so it's a wonderful life. What about uh, modern Christmas movies? So 1990 onwards, because that's a classic. It's a wonderful life. Do you know, I think Planes, Trains and Automobiles is classed as a Christmas movie. Is, are they not going home for Thanksgiving? Is it Thanksgiving? I don't know. I'm sure this might be pure uh, pub quiz material. Well, if it isn't that, I need to go with the first Home Alone. That would be up there for mine. Yes, they need to reach home for Thanksgiving. Oh. I think that... that confuses people because of the snow yes so it's same as um somebody was saying to me star wars the holiday special have you ever seen that monstrosity no don't watch it don't <laughs> don't i, I mean, never I, thought there would be a star wars christmas special <laughs> Fuck it it's not though it's oh. a thanksgiving it was put out in thanksgiving it's a holiday special but you know it's the i think it's the only bit a star wars canon that Disney Plus don't show. And I think it's because George Lucas is like, don't show that shit. Wow. Doesn't he want people to fucking see it? Because it's so shite. It's so shite, mate. Horrific. But I think that's another one that people think it's a Christmas special, but it's not. It's, it's Thanksgiving. So the original Home Alone, which, I mean, it's a classic, isn't it? Like, it's a modern classic, and it's a wonderful life. Yeah. What about you? I won't, I mean, the original Home Alone's up there for me, but I think, I know it's no, a Christmas movie, but Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. I always watched it at Christmas. Star Wars movies were always on STV at Christmas. So they're like Christmas movies to me. So that's the more sort of modern, what, even though it was made in, what, 83? Maybe even earlier. What, 79, 80? What about Die Hard? Ah, see, I don't... I wouldn't class that as a Christmas movie mm -hmm. because me and, me and Sean were arguing about this the other day because if you took out Christmas for that movie, it'd still be the same fucking movie. Mm -hmm. She argued that Home Alone would be the same. That if you took Christmas out and made it summer, summer holidays, it'd still be the same movie. But then it's like, why would they be going around robbing all the hussies in the summer? Because they're doing it to get all the Christmas gifts and all that. But yeah. I think she had a fair point. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It's just... I, Die Hard would be up there as one of my favourite action movies, but no Christmas movies. Because yeah. it's just... I don't know, man. Is it, is it Christmassy to be firing fucking machine guns or whatever? Aye. <laughs> um, so, a, cla a Miracle on 34th Street. Is that, is That's 34th a belter. That's a great movie, mate. That's a I forgot movie. about that, actually. But the remake with Attenborough. Is it Richard mm. Attenborough? It's yes. David Attenborough's brother. Yeah, I would, I would say that's my modern film and my classic Christmas film would be a Christmas Carol. Is that what it's called? Michael Caine. The original is that the original one? Like mm. the old old one? No, that's not the original. Michael Caine's in a Muppet's Christmas ah, Carol. Right, okay, but okay. no, there's like an old old like a Christmas Carol for back in like maybe the 60s and stuff like that and that would be my my classic 
good selections. It reminded me. It reminded me of uh, Jim Carrey's The Christmas Carol. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. The animation one. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that fun? Do you know? I d- I didn't think I was. It was amazing. I actually thought it was scary. There was there are scary points in it. I like see. I went to the IMAX to see it. And there was, see, there was a wee bit with the candle where it's kind of dancing and it's like a ghost. Uh-huh. I'm like, that is fucking freaky, man. Aye, mate. Um, I thought that he, when when Jim Carrey's in animation, he's too much. See, because a lot he's caught, I think that because when you see him, it's his physical comedy that's funny. Mm-hmm. But some of his acting's like, like the way that he does the voices and stuff like that, and especially on that, I was like, oh, it feels up, feels like a tad too much for me. And because you can't see him, and he's obviously like his physicality makes it funny. I just felt like it was just overdone, and I didn't enjoy it. Well, that's a common thing that's said about Jim Carrey that he's an over actor. So if you watch uh-huh. uh, the next time you watch like Liar Liar or something with the attitude of he's he's an over actor. It's like cartoonishly shite. I but I think because it's a comedy and because you can see him and he and he does the faces and the, and the body and all that, it becomes funny. Like mm. the full package is kind of funny. But um, and I mean he's good in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and he's good in the Yes Man and he's good in other things that are sort of like serious, more serious. But. For whatever reason, when I watched that, I just couldn't. I couldn't buy into it. It was just like, oh, like this is cringe. This is making me fucking cringe. What's your opinion on Scrooged? And the story in general, Bill Murray. No, the Bill Murray movie, Scrooged for the eighties. I can't believe that's not on my list. I forgot about that as well. Um, I loved it, and it unlocks a proper childhood memory of any time I watch it I get nostalgia and there's there's parts of the film that like still make me really sad to the day like see when he's trapped underground and the wee guy's frozen to death Mm -hmm. like that fucking haunted me when I was a kid but for a film I thought it was really odd and strange and like a really cool story to it and I think it's a brilliant film, man. Mm-hmm. I, I think so too. I don't know why it gets such a bad rap. Did it get a bad rap? I don't know, man. I think it, I'm sure people are like, oh, it's push. I like it, man. I, I enjoy it. it. I think the bit with his fucking business partner and he's like dusty. He's like decomposing and all that. There's a lot of it that's freaky as fuck, man. Like proper, proper dark. I think that's maybe why people don't like it, because there's no, like, I don't know, it's like a horror movie, almost, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's so many, see, like you're saying, you forgot, mate, there's so many good Christmas movies. It's a genre of movie that's, I mean, Polar Express, even, like, maybe out myself here, like, The Chronicles of Narnia. I think yeah. they're great Christmas movies. They're just great movies to watch at Christmas, do you know what I mean? Um, What kind of TV, have you, uh, what what network are you with? Are you Virgin or like? I don't have any. Aye. Like live TV. But well, I've got like ways and means of accessing TV. <laughs> By peeking through your neighbour's window? Yeah. Yeah, pervert. Wanking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got IPTV. Okay. On a fire stick. So I don't know if you've got that on your fire stick, but see all the Christmas channels? I fucking hate them, man. You get your two movies, movies 24 Aye, and all that. Cool. 
really Aye. kill me, man. And Aye. it's all the same. It's like, we've got to get back for Christmas because dad needs a liver transplant. How are we going to get the money for it? <laughs> Aye, like Channel 5 made-for-TV Christmas movies yeah. that are horrific. Aye, it's always like either a guy trying to get home for like working away or like you're saying, somebody's dying Aye. at Christmas time. Yeah, like sitting watching Santa again someday a fucking organ transplant. Like, why? Why am I doing this? Get scrooged on. Or it's a wonderful life. So what are you doing for Christmas Day, mate? Got to my sister's. Yes. Full you... trimmings, turkey dinner. Aye. Yep. Full fat bastard, man. Yeah. Like soup in a roll, full turkey dinner, and then like whatever, gato. <sighs> Imagine you were sitting there and you're like, guys, I, I'm fasting. I can't eat until 9pm. Like, all right. No, I suspend it, mate. Full breakfast and everything on Christmas Day. Go for it. Of course. Big time. Of course. Why do you have, like, fat dripping out my beard by the end of the day? <laughs> Seeping out my pores. Well, that's why I'm not eating carbs and sugar now, because I'd know when Christmas Day comes. I'm having... I've got it planned. I'm having a full box of celebrations. Nice. A full fucking box. And we're getting a Chinese curry. What? I know, mate. Where are you going? Run the corner from my mom's house. It's a Chinese. No, I mean, like, you got your mom's? My mom's. Right. And and you're one of these mad fucking crazy bastards that get a Chinese on Christmas Day. Do you know, we normally don't do it. My mum's in her 70s now, right? And I feel, and I think she's got OCD. So I'm like, I'll help you cook. And she doesn't want, she wouldn't want that. Right. But she can't be bothered cooking either. So I'm like, well, I don't really want to cook for yes, why don't we just get a Chinese and they were completely cool with it. And to be honest, I'm cool with it, I know. I mean, I love a turkey Christmas dinner, but I would prefer my mum to just have a full day of rest. Aye, mate, of course. I'm surprised that there isn't any more, like, pop-up, like, Uber Eat things, where it's, like, commercial kitchens that are like, we'll cook you your Christmas dinner and get it delivered. Yeah, because Marks and Spencers do a, a great Christmas kind of stuff. But it's all, it's all prepped and you just stick it stick in, the, it in oven. the oven. But she can't be fucked. And I'm like, fair enough. And it's stressful cooking Christmas dinner. I've done it once um, for five people. Yeah. I think it's quite selfish to expect the women of the household to cook as well. That's very old-fashioned and mm -hmm. selfish. Especially if it's a mum or a gran or something. You're like, they've been your mother the entire year. Let them fucking chill out. That's an odd... No. An odd way to look at life. Tradition. Yeah. As is tradition. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I suppose Christmas is a tradition, isn't it? It's like a traditional time because I it's went, f it's like transferred from my mom to my sister. But the year that my sister didn't host, I think it was the year my nephew was born, I cooked Christmas dinner. I could do it every year. Yeah. But they wanted it. You do turkey, Brussels sprouts, roast totties, not Roast totties, parsnips, sprouts, turkey, chipolatas. Cauliflower cheese and gravy. That's what that's what I cooked when I cooked it, mate. I just get starving. Like I get instantly starving there. Mm -hmm. Right, pa what's your on a piece? What's that? <laughs> Put it on a piece. So we're expecting on Patreon loads of Chinese curry content on mm -hmm. Christmas Day. Um, what's your favourite Christmas song? 
What's the job? Do you hear my stomach there? I did, mate. I hope that mic picked that up, by the way. That was my fucking stomach going, Christmas dinner? I heard your belly rumble. Like, your imagination just thought about the Christmas dinner, like, are we having Christmas dinner? Like, damn boy. Um, What's the George Michael one? Last Christmas. I like George Michael. Mm -hmm. That's quite cheesy. That's a good one. A bit overplayed, but if it wasn't overplayed, I would enjoy it. All of the good ones are overplayed, aren't they? Yes. And I think that's it, really. Aye. Mine's is Paul McCartney's Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time. Dum, 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 dum. Yeah. Dum, dum, dum. Paul McCartney's a genius, mate. He's a musical genius. Do you think, like, is there any funny random ones out there? Like, if Slipknot get a Christmas song? The or? Darkness. You ever heard the Darkness Christmas song? Aye. Christmas time! That that gives me the fear. Sorry. That reminds me of working in retail, the darkness, Christmas. I used to work in Asda. Uh-huh. I can feel your pain with working in retail, mate. I remember we used to work in Christmas Eve and it was a 24-hour Asda, but it's no opened on Christmas Day. But times it shut? 10 o'clock or something like that, was it? 10 o'clock at night. Right. And it was like the walking dead, mate. See, when the doors were shutting. I remember one of my <sighs> last memories was an old guy very posh snobby cunt anytime i get trouble for customers it was always a posh snobby cunt it was never what you would think would give you trouble um Aye, they're always sound mate they're always coming like that hear me just fucking oh no i don't want to bother you but then, right, Marka. but then you get the um uh, <laughs> that that's just not on like, yeah fuck off I remember, I never swore at him, but he was trying to force himself through the doors. And I was like, mate, we're shutting. I thought you were a 24-hour store. Like a G- Jim Carrey fucking uh, cartoon. <laughs> and I was like, um, I mate. Here. I, I just done that, I mate, because we don't fucking celebrate Christmas either. Uh, how dare you? Aye, uh, shocking, shocking, mate. Brings me comfort in knowing that he's probably dead now. Because he was old. He was an old cunt. Um, when I worked in Megastore, we closed at 6pm on Christmas Eve and it was contentious as fuck because they used to... Clo- Every other year before that, they closed at 2 to let everybody get home, you know what I mean? And fucking decompress before fucking Christmas Day. They used to always close at 2 on Christmas Eve in Hugmanay. On this Christmas... No... This was like fucking Virgin Mega, probably the last Christmas. But um, George Michael. Um, <laughs> but no, I think it's. His might... last Christmas as well. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Kidding on, I love him and all. Sorry. Mate. Definitely let him nosh me off. Um, <laughs> in a park. <laughs> in, that, in the public toilet down at St. Vincent Street when it was open. Aye. Um, in the pipe box. <laughs> um, we, aye, so this was like things were getting desperate. Mm-hmm. In retail, so they were like, no, we need to stay open to 6pm. Normal normal trading hours. I think they had floated being open to 8, because it was a Thursday, late night shopping and all that, but there was a bit of a kickback and they went, right, okay. Might have actually been genius, now I think about it. Maybe they're like, there's no way they'll go for 6pm. And somebody was like, tell them they're open till 8, and then go back the next day and go, right, we'll shut at 6. Probably. My fucking stomach gone again, man. You hungry, boy? <sighs> Thinking about George Michael. Um... <laughs> This guy, like, came up, and it was the same thing. Like, the security guys were closing the door, and they put his foot in the door and started pointing at his watch because he was like, it's a minute to six. 
and the guy was like, I bet there's a queue. Like the queue, there was must have been about 30 people in the queue. He's like, we need to shut the shop. See, now that I'm thinking about it, it might have been like quarter to six actually. And the guy was like, 15 minutes, you need to let me in. And the guy was like, look at the queue. We we need to let people get home. And this guy, he butted the fucking door and broke the door and all that. I had to phone the police. Police turned up. And did he get caught? I fucking get caught. He was standing outside screaming like a fucking nutcase. And we had the radio link. So like the police radio link. So as soon as you press that, if there's any police on the high street, this was back when the high street was fucking busy, mate. I don't know if you've been in tune this year, but it's you're talking about fucking The Walking Dead. Yeah. But you would press the the there's like a, a button that's like a silent alarm on the police radio link, and if there's any police, they would be like, they're like that. The guy ended up fucking getting arrested. Good. And you're like, mate, and he was screaming about like, I need to get my fucking Wayne's Christmas present. So he's clearly like running about last minute, trying to get fucking Christmas presents at quarter to six on Christmas Eve. But I man, he fucking, he'd butted the door and smashed the door. And he's probably spent Christmas in a prison cell. Maybe. Hopefully he's dead. I think he will be dead. <laughs> That's shocking. I know. That's shocking. And then his wains are up the camps. He's doing cold water therapy because they've got a fucking psycho da. Life is cyclical, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> the the circle of life. <laughs> they were going up to the camps. He's dressed up as Santa, man. That's what it's all about. Then Glasgow Live. Picture a dead Santa face down in the water. His fucking heart exploded. Just have a pint, man. Fuck it. I've still got family members like that. You still sober with mental health and all that? Because I know you tried to top yourself a couple of years ago. Anyway, do you want a Magnus? <laughs> so only cider. Aye. Fuck's sake. It's only a thousand calories a bottle, man. Fuck it, man. Right, well, we wrap up with my shitty Christmas story. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think about what I want to fucking tell, man. I've got a couple. I've got a couple of badgings. I'll tell, I'll tell two quick ones, right? Yes. One Christmas day, we went to midnight, well, Christmas Eve, we went to midnight mass. Used to go to midnight mass, mm-hmm. right? And my dad used to like slip out early to go and like build whatever the fuck, you know, like a bike or whatever we were getting. So this particular year, I was getting a snooker table and my dad, every year, same excuse, he'd be like, oh, I need a, sh- I need a shy. <laughs> so I was just thinking about, he could have used any fucking excuse in the world, your wains, he could have said anything, he'd have believed it. But like, ah, I need the toilet, I need to go. And they would like, slip out and they would go up the road and they would have like maybe like an hour or two to fucking build the fucking whatever the fuck is. But this year it was a snooker table. And uh, I don't know what happened, but Midnight Mass used to be two hours long. And this year it was only an hour long. And we came back an hour early and I seen the snooker table. I must have been a bit fucking... I was in the old house, like the first house that we lived in. So I was sub eight because we moved out when I was eight. So I'm like six or seven year old. I seen the snooker table and him and my mom fell out. And like the next day, he sat in a huff all fucking day. Didn't eat his Christmas dinner at the table. Oh, that's horrible. We were like, me and my sister and my mom are at the Christmas t- Christmas dinner with the fucking crowns on. I've written, my mom pure hamming it up. Oh, the, the turkey's gorgeous. And my dad's sitting there with his fucking arms folded, man. And a proper fucking huff. And then at about... 8 o'clock at night, he was like, can I get my dinner? My mom was like, aye, all right. And he sat and had his Christmas dinner. <laughs> and a slice of humble pie, I think. Talk about resentment. 
That's what you get for Christmas. Stubbornness, mate. Like, aye, I bet you my more fucking spat in his food and all that, man. Fucking, like, queefed on it. That was, that's one story. So that's quite, a, like, because I can remember being, you're like, a wee guy, you're, like, upset that your dad's not having Christmas dinner. And I think, if I remember rightly, maybe I'm making this up, but I think my, my sister's like, how come my dad, I think my dad went to the toilet and, you know, how come my dad's not having Christmas dinner? And my mum's like, he's an arsehole. You're like, okay, it's kind of true. I suppose if you're, no about no eating your Christmas dinner because you fell out about midnight mass. The other one that I've got is is that the the King Tut's Christmas Eve gig used to be a very prestigious like gig to get. So it was almost always like Mogwai or Biffy Clyro did it. It was like a sort of traditional night in King Tut's where they would get like a good local band to put a gig on on Christmas Eve and we did it one year. And mate, I took so many eckies. It was unreal. Like we went to the cat house after it. It was about four people in the cat house on Christmas Eve. We were out on that. I get woke up at like two in the afternoon, come for your Christmas dinner, and mate, it was like aunties and uncles in every cunt was there. And I was sitting there like a ghost, like shivering, pure. Oh my God. Oh. oh. And, and I forced myself to eat the Christmas dinner and it about... 10, 15 minutes after I finished the turkey dinner, I fucking vomited all the table, mate. Oh! Like, 21-year-old. What was your auntie's not that like? Mate, I get, like, proper into trouble. Like, 21-year-old man, I get, like, proper into trouble. After. My dad was dead at this point. My uncle gave me any proper trouble. Because right. I was just sitting there, like, pure... I wasn't even, like... They were pulling crackers, and I was pure going... <gasps> Aye, you <laughs> literally looked like the ghost of Christmas past. Exactly. I was reminding them, like, they're, they're, like the <laughs> Christmas is back in the Balanox scheme, do you know what I mean? They're like, pure, what the fuck's up with him? But, aye, they're all technicolour and you're white, you're grey. Aye. And they were, aye, like I said, they were pulling Christmas crackers and I was pure going, <laughs> like, pure jumping and all that, pure jumping at my skin, pure. What do you want, that? Nothing. Because you've got a come down, you're pure, I get... I'll have one Brussels sprout and then <laughs> just put salt on it. Just dip it in salt. I'll have that. <laughs> but I forced myself to eat the soup and then I forced myself to eat the turkey dinner. I was eating it like a fucking invalid. I was like feeding it to myself like a bird feeds its wing, like pure wee bits at a time, pure <laughs> every bite. And then I was just sitting and see that way, like my mouth, I, I, I had the thought, I think I'm going to be sick. And I instantly, my mouth just filled with saliva. There was just no stopping it, mate. And it just yeah. at the fucking Christmas table. Ruined Mental. Christmas. Thankfully, the dinner was done. Like, everything was fucking done. And I didn't even ruin, but aye, that was what my uncle you was saying. You just freaked people out a wee bit. You've ruined, your, you've ruined your, all your Christmases. Hope you're happy. Wow. You like that? That's <laughs> exactly the fuck. He's like, is that a smile? <laughs> Sorry, Uncle David. <laughs> but it was like I'm the ghost of Christmas Eki. <laughs> <laughs> but then, mate, I mean, it sorted me right out because I literally went, went to the pub. Like, after the, after the trauma was done, mate, I went for a shower, get ready and went to my mate's mom's pub. So, <coughs> so see, see, since then, have you ever got mad with it on Christmas Eve? I, actually, no. I think that's maybe like trauma. I think so. 
Because I've never got drunk on Christmas Eve. I, I love my Christmas dinner and I love that day off so much that I've never done it. I've always got mad with it on Christmas night, maybe. I just had a memory of that night, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it must have been about eight in the morning, Christmas morning, and I was in a gaff. So it's just, this is the same event. I was in a gaff and get like a, a honey under like a tartan shawl while like eight or nine people slept around about us. Oh wow, on Christmas Day? On Christmas Day. That was a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I genuinely like loved that. I just, I don't know why that flashback, but we went for the cat house back to this gaff and we were sitting in this gaff and it must have been the full eight people that were in the cat house were mm -hmm. in this gaff and this random bird just started giving me honey under like, a wee tartan shawl. Amazing. Well, everybody slept. I'd get halfway in the cat house before it. Aye. Wasn't it just some random fucking... But mm -hmm. then I got a taxi down the road, wet my bed, woke up and ruined my fucking family's Christmas. I must have been barking as well, man. See that? Like, because I was steaming. I Aye. would have been stinking. Aye. Just out of bed, hair down to my back, pure greasy hair. Fucking... No brushed your teeth. Nah, fuck all, man. I literally went through my bed with, like shivered my way to the christmas <laughs> table and this is the thing right i remember my mom being like pissed off get up so they must have been trying to get me up and i've just been pure eh, fuck off. you know what i mean and i go up and when i got to the table the soup was already there so there was like my auntie she wasn't really my, my auntie she's like my uncle's bird my auntie my uncle my sister my brother-in-law my mom You've ruined my Christmas, never mind their Christmas. <laughs> I shivered into the table. <sighs> They're oh. all like, oh, Danny Potter, how was your gig last night, pal? Uh, <laughs> Jaw still pure swinging. <laughs> God, that has no made me miss Eckies, mate. That is pretty a horrific fucking Aye. Christmas story, but you live and you learn. You're 21, mate, what do you expect? You Maybe... live and learn. Hey, it's what Santa would have wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I've not really got any horrible Christmas stories it's just other than your fucking you had a great one you had a great wee Christmas story you had a full pack of Pringles and some chocolate and aye like pure yes or it's an alcoholic handshake from a family member there's not going to be any presents this year son are you alright with that you're a big boy can you deal with that uh, yes I'm three and a half but aye <laughs> <laughs> little Timmy <laughs> did you we'll, we'll, we'll wrap on this I'm just interested did you at any point get the talk about how Christmas isn't going to be the same anymore? In what regard? You're too old. We're not buying you. We're not spending a grand on you anymore. Like that type of fucking chat. Even though well, I didn't get a grand. Like you, you know what I mean. I think I, by the time my Christmas started to wind down, I think they were maybe spending like five hundred quid or whatever on us. Do you know what I mean? But at seventeen, I get I get a chat. I get sat down. And get tell, right, enough's enough. You're too old. You're not getting that for well, I asked for something for Christmas and I can't remember what it was. But they were like, no. Aye. And you were pure, aye, no bother. Quivering lip, nah. <laughs> no, no bother, Dad. Um, okay. And just went through my room pure. <laughs> oh, he that cunt. <laughs> I hope he dies. <laughs> Did you not get that? Did you not get a chat about like Christmas is not, you're not a child anymore? 
I never really had, you know, I love my family and my family love me, but I never, Christmases, because I've got three older brothers and stuff, I mm-hmm. wasn't really spoiled at Christmas, mate. Uh, right. Towards teenage life and stuff, I've I done well with things like aftershave. Uh, Did you not get spoiled? Like, minging? When I Christmas? was a, a child? No. Oh, mate. Child, I never get spoiled. I look back and I'm actually a bit disgusted. Yeah. It thing me I I get spoiled, mate. I get everything I wanted. Like to the point where I I'm no I won't I won't go into it. I've got a couple of like examples of how spoiled I was, but I get spoiled, man. That pure <laughs> traditional scheme spoiled. Like the Little Woods catalogue came out and my mom and dad get into like twelve months worth of debt to mm. supply me and my sister with a burgos and yeah. you know. Aye, mate, I get spoiled. So maybe it was a good thing that you didn't get spoiled because at that sort of 17, it came as a real shock to me that I wasn't getting what I wanted at Christmas. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that because you're just a kid. And I don't like, I'm, I'm, I don't want to piss on my family. I had uh, a good Christmas in other regards, but uh, but no, I'm like, my ma will give me like 10 bottles of aftershave and I'm like, ma, what are you doing? I, I tell her no to buy me things. Mm-hmm. I, I keep it simplistic i'd rather to sit with my mum and to be able to have a, a meal is good enough for me aye oh mate do you know what my ultimate and we will finally fucking wrap on this because the sheriff will be here soon my ultimate christmas gift is an amazon voucher mm. see a 10 pound amazon but i'm just pure fucking geezer mm-hmm so is there anything that you would like to add before we wrap up also curiosity is this going to be the last podcast this year well maybe no we're waiting on the bold ross daily to get back to his so there'll be one more aye aye even if ross is no doing it we'll do we'll still come in next week then aye aye and we can put one out between christmas and new year this is a christmas special we'll maybe do a hogmanay special yes because i've got some hogmanay stories as well Aye, so, right, okay. Then also involving Eckies. Yes, and Flacitonis. It wasn't a Flacitoni. Aye. Nah, I'm just talking about myself now. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> aye, okay. Aye, let's... <laughs> <laughs> um, look, that's an amazing podcast. It was a good laugh, wasn't it? Aye, mate. Um, is there anything that you would like to add or I say I would anything? just like to say Merry Christmas to... No, no just... Especially the Patreon subscribers. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, have a... Have an okay Christmas. Mm-hmm. But if you're a patron, no, I'm kidding on. To anybody who has, I mean, we put some, we put it on Patreon, but we are like in the top 5% shared podcast on the planet. We are number one in like a couple of hundred people's podcast. That means that people are listening, a couple of hundred people are listening to us more than any other podcast. Go on, like anybody that's listened to anything, engaged with anything, shared it, done anything at all, have a Merry Christmas. Much love to you. Thank you very much for your support. And I will we'll see you before the end of the year. I completely mirror what you said there, Paul. And look, if you're a common listener and you've not signed up to it, you can sign up to it for £5 and then cancel it. So that £5 will get you access to it for a month and you can watch my stand-up special at the Oran Moor and you would be helping support uh, keeping the lights on in the podcast studio but if you don't sign up for it it's all good i know times are tough and life is shite so uh, the fact that you just listen is good enough yep. so 
uh, thank you very much. But I sign up for a fiver, or I hope you die. But not honestly, it's cool. <laughs> I regret saying that. I hope you die in Christmas at Christmas Day at the dinner table with your your grands there. It's her last Christmas, and it's fucking horrible. You choke on a Brussels sprout. Yeah. And then the rest of your life, you deliberately don't celebrate Christmas because it's no fact you're dead. So why would you celebrate it Christmas? It ruins your family's Christmas for a full generation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want. So is that us? <laughs> <laughs> Look, guys, Michael Burns, Lamsel Solutions Limited, thank you very much. We'll see you next week for our final podcast of the year, and then we will be back in January. Quickly, Paul, as well, if you've lasted this long in the podcast, chuck us a five-star review. Uh, give us a wee review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean a lot. See you next week. Christmas dub. It's Christmas time. No need to be afraid. <laughs>